Yes, my friends, here we are. It's the Robcast, episode 346, and this one is called Flowers. Yeah, mm-hmm. This whole episode is one very straightforward observation about flowers. Yeah, because flowers obviously raise this question, why are flowers so beautiful, and why do we all agree on this? Color, line, shape, structure, design, there's all sorts of reasons you could give. For flowers, how they spring up by the side of the freeway. Like, how did they get there? What are they doing there showing off by the side of the road? Flowers raise this fantastic question. Why are they so beautiful? Why do they move us so much? Why do we give them to people we love? But flowers, and this is the question we'll explore here for a few minutes. Why are flowers beautiful? Yeah. Not like, well, because of the colors, because of the lines, the shape, the textures, the structures. There's no, no, no. Why? Why are the flowers themselves beautiful? Because notice there's two very different ways you can answer that question. Because there's a very straightforward, biological, technical, scientific reason why flowers are beautiful. Because flowers have to reproduce, right? Like everything else. If we don't reproduce, we die out. So flowers are like pretty much every other living thing. They have to reproduce. And in order to reproduce, flowers have to be pollinated. And, in or- and pollination itself, just, yeah, that's something. But in order to be pollinated, flowers need something outside of themselves to do the pollinating, namely birds, bees, bats, butterflies, which is pure joy to say. Birds, bees, bats, butterflies, insects, and other creatures pollinate flowers. So... Flowers, if they don't get pollinated, they don't survive. So the beauty of a flower is a flower's way of attracting pollinators so that they will be pollinated, so that they will survive. So the question, why are flowers beautiful? So that they'll survive. So the beauty of a flower is not added on later. The beauty of a flower is not extra, extraneous, superfluous, superficial. The beauty of a flower is not something that's tacked on later after the important stuff is taken care of. The beauty of a flower is central to its being. The beauty of a flower is absolutely necessary for its survival. I know. Once again, out in the open, very obvious, basic observation about flowers. But let's follow this just for a moment. Because you and I are children of a world in which the dominant question generally was, does it work? We're the, we're the, we're the children of a world that prized function, utility. This sound familiar? Production, efficiency. These are all words that the modern world was built on. Yeah, does it work? So, so for many people, there are many, many different spaces. Aesthetics, this understanding and appreciation of beauty. Aesthetics weren't ever really even in the discussion line, color, shape, structure, design. The dominant questions were, did it get the job done? Great. Good. We're good. 
Yeah. Yeah. So let's take this, this one simple truth about flowers, that a flower's beauty is not something that's added on later, but something integral to its very survival and being. Yeah, because those are two different things. Those are two different things. Form and function are two different things. Does it work? It's a very different question than, is it beautiful? Yeah. What is the experience of it at an aesthetic level? Is very different from what does it produce? Is it efficient? Yeah. What is its utility? What's it useful for? Yeah. Yeah. And in a flower, these two, form and function, are perfectly integrated. They're not at fighting. They're not in tension. They both sit perfectly integrated. Yeah. Yeah. The great Steve Jobs is often praised for all the, all the stuff that he brought, all the Apple stuff, right? The iPhone, the iPad, the iMac, the i all that. Yeah, yeah, and that's great, great, great. And his innovation, and he could see an intuition with, in regards to machines, yeah. But I would argue that there was actually a, a much deeper gift that he gave the world that often gets overlooked. Because there already were iPods in the world. Remember the Zune? <laughs> there already were iPods. Uh, MP3 players. The great gift of Steve Jobs is he came along and he's like, it's not just enough. It's not enough that the machines work. They also need to be beautiful. Line, shape, form, color, texture, design. That's why all those Apple products in the back say design in California. That's all like, that's a statement. It's also a wink. It's also a smile. It's also, yeah, it matters. It matters. It matters. That's why it moves you. It's almost like Microsoft came along and was like, does it work? Steve Jobs came along and was like, mm -mm. yeah, not enough. Important, but not enough. Is it beautiful? Does it work? But is it beautiful? Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, this episode is for every single one of you who... Uh, have been tuned into this, maybe from a young age. This is for every interior designer, every landscaper, every person in the business that has their ear bent towards aesthetics, and yet they often get bumped in the budget, right? Because people are like, I don't understand. You want to make it like, like, a, like you want to change the curtains? What? This is for every one of you who you painted the bathroom a certain shade of green, and then you were like, mm-mm, it's not right. And you went back to the paint store and got a different color and came back and painted it, and you were like, mm, mm still isn't right. And maybe the people who you share this particular domicile with are like, God, would you just be happy with that green? And you're like, mm, mm it has to be a certain way. This is for every one of you who's always had a sense like, no, those pants need to look like this. They, the line, the cut, the drape of that shirt, it needs to be like this. It mattered to you. Yes, the border, the trim the weave of the fabric it needed to be a particular way. And for so many people, you, were, you have this sense from way back and you're surrounded by people who are like, I don't know, it's good enough for me, it works fine. And you're like, yeah, no, 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 yeah, okay, yeah, it, it works, but it's like, it's like hurts my eyeballs. 
oh, it's so ugly, it makes me not want to be alive. And people are like, what are you talking about? And oftentimes what happens is the person is made to feel like this is trivial. Like, why are you always talking about like the feel of it? Why do you use words like aesthetics? What do you mean line shape? What, why does this, this doesn't really, come on, come on, get over it. Other things actually matter. And you're like, mm -mm. something within you is like, no, no, this really, really matters. It's the school administrator that was like, I know we're teaching kids, we have test scores, but this space, it's super ugly. And that can't be good. It's not good for the soul. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's because this integration of form and function, it sits in the center of being itself. It's really, really important. Beauty is like oxygen for the soul. And if you are the child of a world that is deeply disconnected from soul, from heart, then it's like not getting enough of that oxygen. So for every one of you who have been defending, rationalizing, explaining, you've been sitting in the budget meeting trying to argue for how it looks, how it feels, line, shape, texture, form, and people are like, what, what? We don't, what? No, it matters. It matters. It matters. Yeah. Yeah. Hold your ground. Hold your ground. Uh, two thoughts here. The great integration has begun. That's what I would say to you. The great integration has begun. Previous eras, things were all divided up. There was this over here, and by the way, there should, we should do a whole Robcast on the great integration. But what has happened is, for many people in the modern world, everything got divided up into all these different areas. And what's happened is everything is starting to be integrated into one because everything is about everything else. And so for many people, these questions of beauty, art, how it looks and feels, texture, how it feels on the kinesthetics, were just like, they were just over in the corner for those people who care about that. But what you're seeing more and more is people realizing, oh, people are actually more productive in beautiful spaces. <laughs> yeah. When people are surrounded by an environment that has thought through these truths, they tend to be more at peace. They tend to treat people differently. There is less violence. So we are seeing this. The great integration has begun in these ways. So if you found yourself thinking, wow, it seems like you go into Target and even the cleaning supplies, there's more design. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because people are realizing all of this actually matters. And by the way, the more expansive your understanding of beauty the wider your appreciation and the more your eyes can find beauty in all sorts of places, the more artificial standards of beauty will start to feel narrow and constrictive, whether it's people, whether it's a building. You'll start to see beauty in the, in the new and the old and big and small and stuff that's like perfect and precise and stuff that's got some serious wabi-sabi to it. It's got like dense and bumps, but they somehow give it a certain patina and character. Yeah, so as, as you tune in, as you start with the flower and work your way out, as you tune in to beauty in all of its vast and varied forms, yeah, you'll begin to see the ways in which people shrink beauty down here and there to just very, very narrow parameters and criteria, and you'll be like, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. beauty's way bigger than that. The other day, uh, a bunch of Violet's friends came over. 
they came through the front door. One of them looks around and she says to me, yeah, it's a 13-year-old. She turns to me and she says, yeah, I like the aesthetics of this place. And then walks off down the hall. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. 13-year-olds were probably not using, I don't remember 13-year-olds using that word 10 or 20 years ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that, that is a bit about flowers. So if you have found yourself with that nagging feeling about something, like something's off about this, something doesn't write, this could be better. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Try this, just try asking, has, does this have something to do with beauty? Yeah. Because perhaps what got happening with you is something within you is like, why, why am I even thinking about this? I should be thinking about using my time well and being productive being efficient and this thing works just fine but something something within you may be like i know it works fine but yeah 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 you're fine it works fine it's just super ugly yeah it doesn't have any harmony to it it literally has forces that it cannot resolve within its very being itself yeah mm -hmm. that's what that's what we're talking about here a flower doesn't have any of that flower perfectly integrates form and function the beauty of a flower is not something that's tacked on later after the important stuff is taken care of. The beauty of a flower is central to its essence, its being, and its survival, and we are no different. Beauty is central to our survival, to our thriving. It's oxygen for the soul. That is one of the many gifts that flowers give us. They remind us how the whole thing actually is. And this, my friends, has been episode three, four, six.